Welcome to the What Does It Mean to Be a Christian podcast. My name is Stephen Kopp. This podcast explores the major themes of Christianity for those who are new to the faith or exploring it for the first time. What is Christianity all about? That's what we're going to try to answer in this episode. Most of you are probably coming to this podcast because you know me personally. Either you're connected with our church, the church where I pastor, or you know me through some other way, through, uh, through my other job, or you're related to me, or friends with me, or something like that. And most of you guys know me. Um, but for those who don't, I should introduce myself a little bit, and gives me an opportunity to explain why I'm doing this podcast to begin with. Uh, as I said before, my name is Steve Kopp. I'm a pastor and an engineer. I live in West Michigan, and I pastor a small church called Wyoming Park Bible Fellowship in West Michigan. And uh, I have a Master's of Divinity, and I've been a follower of Jesus for most of my life, and I've been in pastoral ministry for about uh, 10 years, officially a pastor for eight of those years. But I don't have any other sort of special credentials. I, I don't have any uh, special degrees or I don't have a doctorate. I'm not a professor at a school. And I fully acknowledge that my own understanding is, is limited and I continue to grow both in my knowledge and in my faith. I, I've got lots of room to grow. But I, I'm, so I'm coming at this really from a simple pastoral perspective. And as a pastor... I often get a chance to talk to people who have a particular conception of Christianity. They have an idea of what they think Christianity is all about. And sometimes it's close, sometimes it's right on, sometimes it sounds good, and sometimes it can be pretty off base. Their understanding, preconceived notion of Christianity comes from a small set, maybe of experiences, or of seeing something on TV or of one or two particular friends, or of a short tract or something that they, they saw somewhere, or a Bible verse on a billboard, uh, whatever it be, might be, I, I often, even in uh, church situations, but especially of those who aren't regularly part of a church, I come across um, some interesting visions of Christianity that are not necessarily consistent with the way I understand the full tradition and scope and belief of Christianity. And so sometimes I'll come across people that have rejected Christianity, and I'll sort of want to ask, uh, what Christianity is it that you have rejected? There are so many different visions out there that I just kind of wonder, uh, what, what, is, what is your vision of Christianity? What is the version of Christianity that you've rejected? I also think about this in terms of uh, ministry that I... I have been a part of a part of for a while. Our church has an after school program program for junior high and senior high uh, kids in our neighborhood, and a lot of them come to the program, and they're not really connected to a church. Uh, some are connected to a church, but probably most of them are not connected to a church in any meaningful way. They really just come to hang out, have fun with their friends, play some games. But we also have a, have a discussion time, ten or fifteen minutes each day of uh, Christianity and of Christian themes and of Christian stories and, and big ideas like that. 
And, and what I learned as I taught at this program regularly was that uh, they, a lot of the kids didn't have any really background. They didn't have the, the same background data that I had. Being someone that grew up in church all my life, I had, a, I had a lingo, I had a language, I had religious concepts in my mind, and many of them simply did not. And so what I, what I had to do is I had to figure out, how am I going to lay out the basics of the Christian faith? How am I going to explain this uh, to uh, many of the kids who just simply didn't have that background? And, and more and more, this is more and more common, I think is going to become more and more common. It's just not as involved in our culture as it used to be, and that lends itself to some serious misunderstandings. And so as part of laying it out, I, I laid out a series of talks, and I gave these talks on a weekly basis, and I also took all of the prep for that, and I put it into a book, and I named that book the title of this podcast, and the title of that book is What Does It Mean to Be a Christian? What does it mean to be a Christian? What are the basic beliefs of Christianity? And then what does it mean to be someone that acknowledges and goes along with these beliefs? So I put that together into a little book, and maybe you've heard about this book, uh, maybe not. It's available on Amazon if you're interested. Um, but I, I published that book, and so the reason why I'm doing this podcast is to take the content of that and to, to explain it in a non-written form uh, that maybe people can come back to and listen to these podcasts. So really my goal, really who I'm speaking to, who I want to be speaking to, are those who are exploring faith. Not necessarily, I'm speaking to you who don't necessarily have a broad breadth of background, or maybe you do, but you've nevertheless rejected Christianity, or you're skeptical of it. I want to present what I think true Christianity is really all about. Now, I realize that's almost an, feels like an arrogant statement, but I'm, I'm trying to go back to things that all Christians believe and, and things that uh, Christians throughout time have held to as true. There, there should be nothing new or novel in this. It just goes back to, uh, to what the Bible teaches and what Christians have affirmed throughout the centuries. Now, as I said before, there are certain uh, visions or perspectives of Christianity that I'll, I'll just address right off the bat that I think can trip us up sometimes. Each of these has a component of truth, but when you take that component of truth and you make it the whole of Christianity, that's when you start to run into some problems. So we'll see this as I go through. The first one, the first sort of perspective of Christianity is that Christianity is primarily a way to become a good person. It's a means of moral transformation. Uh, we, we, we use it to break addictions or to improve ourselves in some way. I don't want to be angry as much, and Christianity can help me become less angry. Or I, I don't want to deal with these negative thoughts, and so I want to use Christianity to help give me a, a positive outlook on life. Or I, I need to be nicer to my parents or to my coworkers or to my kids. And so uh, Christianity maybe can help me in that. And so we use it as a way of improving our moral character. Or maybe parents use it as a way to try to improve their children's moral character. And Christianity becomes primarily about becoming a good person. 
Now, Christianity does have a lot to talk about in terms of morals. God gives us instructions. He tells us things that we should do and we shouldn't do. Right? Just think about the Ten Commandments. But that's not fundamentally what it's about. When it's all about what we do or don't do, that's where we could use a, a term Christians use sometimes called legalism. And legalism is not Christianity, and then sometimes it can become a major barrier to Christianity. Number two is that Christianity can become a way, uh, be seen as a way to become happy, to become fulfilled. Uh, we all seek meaning. Uh, we, we need meaning in our lives uh, to be able to be fulfilled in our lives, to experience all that this life could be. We want to be fulfilled. We want to have meaning. We want to be happy. We want to have joy. And Christianity can be presented in a way to get meaning and a way to get joy and a way to get fulfillment. Uh, in, our, in our world, we're living a very individualistic world, and so it's, we, we can become centered on individually on ourselves. But at the same time, we can see that, no, there's a bigger, broader world going on around us. And that big, broad world gives us meaning. And if we can connect all that to a, a transcendent God... We could really have a meaning and purpose. The idea that God is directing all of our, you know, planning out our lives for us and, and figuring out what's going to go on in our lives and giving us meaning, that's, that's hugely psychologically beneficial. And without that, we run the risk of there being no meaning and no fulfillment. And so Christianity can become a means, uh, one way, maybe one way among many, often happens, it's one way among many to get to be happy to be fulfilled. Another version of this might be, it's a way to get healthy and wealthy. It's, it's a way to have, get good things. Now, I do think Christianity gives us meaning. I do think it provides us a pathway to joy. I do think, generally speaking, following the ways of God is going to lead to a good, a good life, in certain circumstances anyway. But again, it's not the whole of Christianity, that's not all of what Christianity is about. Well, a third perspective, a third version of Christianity we out there we see out there is that it's a way to change the world. Uh, it's it's a way to get involved in social activism. This comes out of a of a good drive within ourselves that we want to help other people. We we want to care for other people, and we see that there other people are 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 being insulted or they're being oppressed or something bad is happening. And so we, we want to help make their life better. That's a good, that's a good perspective. And so we want to change. We want to make the whole world better. We want to make the world better. And Christianity can be a way that we try to make the world a better place. Awesome. But this can also be twisted. If you're so convinced that your tribe or your particular vision or or you yourself know exactly what the better world is and how to get there, uh, sometimes this can lead to coercive or force-based actions. So I'm gonna I'm gonna impose. I'm gonna make this. Uh, I'm gonna make everyone follow me because I gotta have a better world. So there can be a dangerous side to this one. And again, I, I really think that that Christianity can be behind major important social change, and, and Christianity speaks to our political and social and economic world, but it's not still not the whole of Christianity. 
And when we make it that, we run into some danger and we lose out on some important Christian teaching. Well, a fourth thing, a fourth vision of Christianity, which is really popular in my culture, this is my background speaking here, is that Christianity is primarily a way that we get to heaven. The question is, how do we get to heaven? We, we are, we're going to die. We're all going to die. And death is the ultimate meaning killer. Death uh, threatens to take away everything we worked for. And it, it, it crushes us, potentially crushes us psychologically. And so we wonder, what is going to happen when we die? Am I going to cease to exist? Am, 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 is my soul just going to be is disappear? Am I going to be gone? Is that it? Uh, or is, am I going to continue to exist in some form? And is that other existence, is an existence of life after death going to be happy and joyful and wonderful like we always hear about at funerals? Or is it going to be terrifying and awful? And so we just have this deep uncertainty about what's going to happen when we die. And Christianity and the Bible comes in and it, and it gives us important teaching on this. And it gives us a way to know what's going to happen when we die. And if we follow Jesus, we can be assured of eternal life in heaven. Now, that is so crucial. That is such an important part of Christian teaching. That, that, that matters a lot. But that's still not actually the whole of Christianity. That's not all that Christianity teaches. That's a, that's a critically important part. And I, I want you to know through these podcasts how you can be sure that actually you are ready for death, that moment of death. But it's not the whole of Christianity. That, that can be uh, condensed down in, into what can be called, again, in my culture, fire insurance. Is Christianity fire insurance? Is Christianity just sort of a way of making sure that I'm going to a good place when I die? And the answer is no, I, I don't think it is. I think that Christianity has a lot to speak to for our lives. So then the question is, what does it mean to be a Christian? What is Christianity all about? So if Christianity isn't just a way to become a good person or a way to become fulfilled and happy or a way to change the world or a way to get to heaven and overcome the fear of death, what is Christianity all about? What, what is it? Now, I'm, I'm making a very bold and, and again, the arrogant sounding claim here to, be, to try to summarize it in, in just a few sentences and in just a couple of minutes. But I'm gonna, I'll put it out there. It, it, it's open to critique for sure. And there's, I'm certain that it's been said better by other people at different times and different formats. But I'll, I'll put it out there anyway. And I want to say that Christianity is ultimately and fundamentally about God, about who God is, what, what sort of God he is, and about what he has done, what his story is, and how he's moved in history. In particular, how he has moved and how he has shown himself in the person of Jesus. So it's, it's all those other conceptions have the danger of being all about us as humans, as individual or as humans. So I want to say that Christianity is all about God. It's all uh, first and foremost about who God is. 
And then as a corollary to that, or, or, or that comes right off of that, based on who God is, how we respond to who God is. So we're supposed to do something with that. What's the implication of who God is? What does it matter that God is real and that he's shown himself in Jesus? So Christianity is a recognition and a response. A recognition and a response. It's a recognition of God's character, his actions, his demands, and it's a response. What do we do? How do we respond? What, what, what do we do based on who God is, the reality of God? Another way to put it is that Christianity is about faith and action. It's about belief, trust. There's a content to our faith. That content is who God is, what he has done, who Jesus is, what he has done. And then based on that faith, our actions, what we say, what we do, how we treat others, how we engage in worship, all that flows out of it. And if we think again about recognition, it's about recognizing who God is, but it's also recognizing his story and how he shows himself to us in his story, how he reveals himself or, or declares himself or makes himself known in history, and most importantly for Christians, uh, people of the book, in the Bible. And so we're going to narrow it down for this podcast. There's so many ways that we could explore this and look at this and all that. Uh, Christianity is, is deep and broad, and, and there's uh, great thinkers that, that can explain all this. But, but I, what I want to do in this podcast series is to think about God and what it means that he is a rescuing God, that God uh, is a rescuer. He, he's a, he comes and he saves. He, he comes and he um, lifts us up. And so we see that in God's story. If we just kind of take a broad sweep, real quick broad sweep of the Bible, the story of the Bible is that God created the world, and it was good, and he created mankind, and, and he said mankind is good. So God has, has created us. But we as humans, we come into the world and we get ourselves into some trouble, into really serious trouble, such that we get into a place where we need to be rescued. And then the whole story of the Bible then, after the early chapters of the Bible is God's story of rescue, how he comes and he rescues us. And we see that uh, most purely crystallized and fulfilled in the person of Jesus. It's, the Bible is God's story of rescue. And we see this rescue at multiple levels. Uh, one is we see this rescue at the, of the individual level. That, that God rescues us, he saves us, would be the Christian sort of term. God, God saves us. And, and here we can kind of get to some of those other paradigms, which part of salvation is that he gives us eternal life. Or part of salvation is that he helps us become more moral and good people. And so we'll explore that individual rescue. But then God also... Uh, rescues us and saves us not only as individuals, but as a community. And that kind of gets to the paradigm of, of, you know, changing the world kind of a thing. Well, one of, the way that God, one of the ways that God does that is he forms this little community called the church. That's how we know it today. The church is God's rescued people, and we've got a task. Uh, Christians, believers, those in the church have a task as the church. 
And then this is even, this bigger story of God's people is even, a, is even just a part of God's whole story of rescue for the entire world, for the entire, uh, uh, for the, uh, everything that's in existence. God is the whole world, the whole cosmos uh, is, is, is actually need, in need of rescue too. And God is rescuing the whole world as well. He's working in rescue uh, that affects all of humanity in some sense. And so these three play together, right? The, the individual rescue plays a part of the community rescue, which is part of something that God is doing for the whole world. And we get to be just a, a small piece of that much larger story. And what we'll see is that Bible, is the Bible is that much larger story. It's not just about individuals, but it's about what God is doing throughout the scope of all of history. He is a, a rescuing God who comes and he rescues his people. And then as rescued people, we have a response in some way. So as we go about this podcast, we're going to cover some of those major themes. What is God's story? What does it mean to be rescued? Do we really need? I mean, that seems like a pessimistic view of the world. Is that justified? Uh, do we really need rescue? And then what's our response then now that we've understood all that? Well, I hope you'll stick around for more of the podcast. I'll be recording this on a weekly basis. If you want to tune in, you can, uh, you can subscribe. We'll talk again next week. By the way, if you have questions about anything I say in this podcast or about Christianity in general, feel free to email me at steve at wpbiblefellowship.org. Again, that's S-T-E-V-E at wpbiblefellowship.org.